0: You are listening to The State of Sustainability, a podcast that highlights sustainability initiatives throughout the state and develops a casual conversation about environmental stewardship that the average person can understand and replicate. I'm your host, Caleb Powell.
1: And I'm your co-host, Ashley Cabrera.
0: So today on the pod, we have a very special guest with us. Um, His name is Cash Daniels. He's one of my heroes. Um, He's also known as the conservation kid. And we'll get into that a little bit more in the interview on why he's called that. um, If you have never heard of him, you are in for a treat. Um, He's super passionate about the environment, um, about fish, about wildlife. And he's just, you know, really out there doing some great work uh, for conservation and for sustainability.
1: Yeah, he actually started doing this, which he'll mention, but when he was seven and he's been doing River Cleanup since then. And that just amazes me because I was not doing that at seven years old, and uh, which re- makes me realize I was um, not, I mean, I mean, not getting at my max capacity, I guess, of what I could do to help my community.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's like, you know, I go back to thinking about whenever I was seven years old, what is that, like first grade or something? Um, that's what that's why he's one of my heroes because he saw a problem um and then wanted to fix it and he's doing everything that he can at the age that he is um now to to be a good conservationist and to conserve our our resources and um you know make the world a better place you know with clean water and 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 things like that so yeah super excited about this episode we've been wanting to have him on on the podcast for a while um Yeah, and we're going to get to learn a lot more about him right here. All right, this month we are super excited. The guest that we have, I've been wanting to have him on the podcast for a while now. He is the man when it comes to sustainability, so we thought, um, yeah, we've been trying to figure out a time that would work best for him, work best for us. Um, So without further ado, I'm going to introduce our guest for this month, Cash Daniels. How are you doing today, Cash? Good, how are you? Oh, we're, we're doing great now that we have you on the podcast. Sorry that it's taken us so long to, to get you on here. Um, um, so how we always start off is we want, you know, we can always, I can always read a bio for our guests, but we like to actually hear from the guests on who they are. So um, okay. you, you got it, you, can, you got the floor, you can uh, introduce yourself and tell us who you are.
2: So, my name is Cash Daniels, and I'm known as the Conservation Kid, and I'm 13 from Chattanooga, Tennessee, and I'm a river conservationist, and I work along the Tennessee River, not just because I live close to it, but because it's the most polluted with microplastics than any other river tested in the world, and actually 80% of all ocean trash actually comes from rivers, so I focus on that. I've been top five in Time Magazine's Kid of the Year. Um, I've uh, won Prudential Spirit of Community and I've been recognized with several brands. I've been to the state capitol, talked to a bunch of people there. And yeah, and I've done a bunch of cleanups. I've removed 22,000 pounds of trash out of the river.
0: Wow yeah and I actually got to meet you in person I guess it was last summer um, we, when you uh, put together a, we got to do a, a cleanup with with you and bring the commissioner out there and it was it was a lot of fun and it's you know it's it's so nice to hear from you see the work that you do and sh- you know and, it, and at your age I mean when did you really uh, this is sort of going off of um, off the rail of of the questions that i was going to ask you but but when did you sort of start and realize that you you know wanted to do these kind of things you wanted to make a difference um like i mean you're 13 now so how long have you been doing this
2: so my passion started when i was seven when i found a plastic straw on the beach and when i found that plastic straw i made the connection that. That straw might harm the animals that I love, and I've loved animals since I don't know a time when I didn't, so I knew I had to protect, protect those animals.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, so really, you've been doing this type of work for almost half of your life, um, and that's just really... Amazing! I wish I would have had the insight and you know the the passion and and drive that y- that you do at, um, at your age. I wish I would have had that, um, and and I wish a lot of other people had that as well at um, at a younger age. But um, so I wanted to get in. You you mentioned this a little bit before that you your nickname or or who you're known as is the conservation kid. Can you sort of tell us how that came about? So
2: that nickname came when. Well, I have a younger brother, and he doesn't really do what I do, so when people kept ask, like calling me stuff, uh, my mom said, when introducing me to people, this is my conservation kid, and that sort of just stuck.
0: Oh, cool. I, I, I didn't know that, that backstory, but I mean, it makes so much sense with the work that you do, your passion. I mean, it, it really is um, such a fitting nickname.
1: And even better that your mother gave it to you. So <laughs> it's a nickname that's good to good to stick. Um, I know that you kind of you kind of already mentioned like where your passion and wildlife came from. I wanted to see if uh, like if you wanted to expand on that. Like I know you said you found a straw, um, but like but, or yeah, a straw on the beach and made the connection. Um, but I guess like the next. I guess thinking about the year after that or the next few months after that, like how did that passion progress into you doing the work that you're doing?
2: Well, I would say it sort of progressed when I did my research about what the Tennessee River, like pollution, what's in it. And um, I did research and I actually found that that uh, the, a German scientist named Dr. Foss went in entire 652 miles of the Tennessee River and he found out that it was the most polluted with microplastics in any other river tested in the world and actually 80 percent of all ocean trash actually comes from upstream in rivers and makes its way to the ocean so I knew I had to do something about the river because if we just do the ocean then it's not going to get better it's just going to keep getting worse so we have to do it at the source of the problem
0: Wow, that's so interesting, um, and that's a that's a fact that I didn't know uh, about the Tennessee River. So, um, thanks for bringing that up, and and you know, hopefully, our our audience and everybody can realize that, yeah, that's such a great point that I never really thought of. Is like all rivers eventually run to the ocean, and so yeah, if you want to try to fix or reduce the amount of microplastics that are in the ocean. Just like you said, you've got to start at where that's coming from and that's the rivers. So, um, and that's something that I think there's rivers everywhere. So yeah. it's, it's, it's amazing that you have, cho- you know, not, not only chose the river that's close to you because it's your home, but also it's one of the, or the biggest um, contributors of microplastics and. In the world, you said? Yes. Wow. Um, So, I was looking on your Instagram, and if you haven't ever heard of the conservation kid or you don't follow him on Instagram, make sure that you go over there and do that. We'll make sure that we have his... Um, Instagram tagged and um, in the, the caption of this this podcast. But when I was looking at it, I noticed something that mentioned the cleanup kids. Can you go into a little bit of detail about what, what the cleanup kids are?
2: So the Cleanup Kids are an organization I founded with my best friend Ella who lives in Canada and we founded it after we met in Ocean Heroes boot camp and saw we had so much in common. And we found it to reach kids all around the world to teach them about the importance of the environment and c- keeping it clean. And not just from plastics, but like everything, climate change, habitat loss, um, everything that has stuff to do with conservation. And last year we did a challenge for – we gave people – To all together pick up 1 million pieces of trash by the end of the year. And we did make that goal um, last year. And I think we may do something like this year. I don't really know what we're doing. But we have some ideas. Like uh, an idea we came up with lots of litter to talk to businesses about um, cleaning up their parking lots. And some other ideas that are in the works right now.
0: I, that's very interesting. I'm excited to look um, into the cleanup kids a little bit more. And, uh, you know, our office here at TDEC, we always support you. And so any, any, any way we can sort of help, please make sure that you know that we always got your back and, and we are always down to, um, you know, help you out with any resources or, um, you know, marketing, stuff like that for any types of challenges or anything that you have going on.
2: Thank you.
1: So um, something else that's on your Instagram that we wanted to ask about is it says you're an author. Um, Can you talk about I don't I'm not aware of if it's just been one book or a couple books, but can you talk about what you've written?
2: So I am an author of a book called One Small Piece, and it is about how one person can change the world one small piece at a time. And it's to tell kids about why cleaning up the river isn't important. And I wrote it when I saw there was a bunch of books about cleaning up the ocean. And like I said, most of it comes from the river. So I knew I had to write a book about that to tell people about it.
0: Yeah, that's, it, it's so, it's so enlightening and so refreshing to hear you talk, um, Cash. And, um, You know, you have a whole different perspective of taking those microplastics or the litter from the source rather than where it ends up. And something that I never really have thought about too in depth. And so it's just pretty, and I haven't read your book, so sorry about that, but I will make sure that I uh, check that out um and then we might also if we can we'll link that in our um episode caption as well just so everyone can can see what we're talking about
2: okay Okay. that'd be awesome
1: so um being in the chattanooga area i know that you do a lot of cleanups and stuff um how is it other than like maybe through your instagram how do you find it's easiest or how do you get your community involved to help out with these efforts and and to care and have that same passion.
2: So I go talk to schools like uh, Silverdale uh, Baptist Academy. I go talk to Grace and I talk to uh, my Trail Life group, um, my youth group from my church. Um, And I just love talking to kids because kids are the next generation. And even though kids may be a small part of the population, we are 100% of the future. So it's really important, I think, to talk to kids about the importance of conservation so they can carry on the legacy of conservation that came before us.
0: Yeah, I mean, you really, I, I, I could never have said that better. If you hear something on the news, As an adult, you're like, okay, yeah, I understand. You know, we we need to be better about this, but you don't really do anything. But if your kid comes home, you know, after you've talked to them at the school or in the youth group and those kids come home and say, hey, we need to recycle or we need to Go do a cleanup once a month, or you know, I mean, like that's how you really get adults. I, you know, if they're ki- I know for I, I don't have a, a child yet, but I know I, my wife's pregnant, and sh- and so I know that one day if my kid comes home and says, You know, hey, I, I want to do this, of course, I'm going to want to do what my child does. Um, so I, I think it's so important you talking to other kids and being able to sort of be one of their peers that talk to them, not just some adult, you know. Um, so I don't want to keep you I appreciate like I said I appreciate all that you do um, for the community for our state and just for the environment in general keep on keeping on and like I said we always have your back if you ever need anything from us here at TDEC um, we're only just a call away so thanks for coming on here buddy
2: thank you for having me